Oh, there we oh. go. Ooh, okay, we're good. Hello, everybody, right. and welcome back to For the Record Podcast. I'm Big Cheddar, and of course, I have with me the always lovely, the always fabulous Adam Andrews. Hello. Again, for the second ah, time. For the second time. For the second time. Howdy, howdy, howdy. How- <laughs> I'm Woody. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Howdy, howdy, howdy. I'm so glad you got that reference. <laughs> of course I did. Oh, my God. Um, today, we're talking Mandalorian, the latest episode. And actually, the new episode comes out tomorrow. We're talking the latest uh, season oh, yeah. with quasi-spoilers. Uh, mm-hmm. And we'll be talking our favorite movies as of yeah. per uh, viewer request. Some of our favorite movies and why. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know it was a viewer request. It well, was. It was a viewer. Yeah, it was a viewer request, well, and I, 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 I got to please the people. You know, I hate, I hate not to. You know, I don't want to upset the people. Such so. a people pleaser! Oh <laughs> my lord! I can't help it. Wow! <laughs> wow! Uh, so Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Uh, we're at season two, episode two. That is uh, right. Episode three starts tomorrow. But so far, what are your thinks and thoughts? Um, do you want my thinks and thoughts on season two or the, uh, overall walk us through season one and then, and then, and then where we're at season two. Well, hmm. season one, it was just great because it's the first time you're going to see like a live action, uh, star Wars TV show. Cause we've only had the clone wars and rebels Mm -hmm. so far. And then when I first watched it, I was kind of blown away about as how good it was. It was obviously that it was a, for TV, um, you right. could you could tell, but it was in a way that wasn't bad. And I've seen some of the like the ways they've shot this uh, series, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of incredible. But it's not about how they shot it; it's about the actual show itself. And I think it's great. Each episode was done by a different director, so watching them come out one by one, it was really interesting to see how different people would handle it. Um, and for me, ninety percent of those episodes were really good. I think the one that I didn't like, do you know the one where they're on that planet and um, the one with the walker? Yes, the one with the tribe of people and they defend against the walker. It felt so, nah, felt very Disney to me. But more than that, it just felt very, like, I, I just cringe hard. I get that. I, I, I get that. I think that episode, so I think uh, for the people that, I, I, okay, so I think most people are really enjoying the Mandalorian. Like, yeah, like you should. I mean, it, it is fantastic. Uh, but the the I guess the complaint or the one critique, I guess, about a lot how a lot of the episodes are like side quest or filler. Uh, I guess mm-hmm. you'd say. I mean, they're I don't I don't think they're far off. And I think like I don't have a problem with side quests. I really don't because I think I think he's an interesting character. He's a Mandalorian. It's super yeah. cool. He's blasters, lasers, adventure. Uh, it's honestly more of a western, really. When you when you boil it down, it's pretty much it he's a cowboy. It's, yeah really cool but that episode i i there's a there was one like subplot they tried to make but they, there was because they focused on that one that one mother and her daughter which is so weird they gave him like a romantic interest for one episode and then like yeah and, then, and you're like uh okay and, like, she tried to take off his helmet and like man if there was like a little more drama between them he probably would have let her do it and i was like but, like that's, the that's thing cool. is is like you, like she was in his uh life for a whole i don't know one day space day and, yeah and it's almost like yeah space day i guess i wouldn't I, you don't know what a day is I'm on not that pl- planet yeah, exactly. not the same as this one but um it was just one day and then she was oh, let me take off your helmet stay here be be my family you know 
Yeah, pretty and much. Like, what? And it, hmm. yeah, what you were saying about side quests, I don't think there's a problem with that. I mean, it's a filler episode is fine. It's, it's as long as they keep the story going in one direction. You know, as as long as that story, that episode contributes to the overall story. Or if you have like one episode that goes off and they do something different for one episode, like that happens in a lot of shows too. It's fine. It's just, I don't know. You have such an interesting story. Why would you put it on pause? I agree because it, 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 I mean, releasing them week by week. I mean, it's almost like it's, it's addicting almost. I can't, I can't wait for tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be a great, oh no, wait, what's it? No, not tomorrow. Friday, Friday, sorry, Friday, two days from now. So oh, yeah, Friday, today's, yeah, I forgot what today tomorrow's, was. Tomorrow's PlayStation five, which is huge. We can talk about that too. Yes. Which is huge. We'll talk um, about that in a bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, I, I'm really enjoying the show. I think uh, there's there's a lot of interesting things that they're building up to. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, like at the top of my head, the dark saber, how Moff, the guy's oh. name is Moff Gideon, uh, which I can't remember the actor, actual actor's name. Let me look him up. Let me but find out for you. Uh, I'll look it up for me, Jamie. Thank you. No, you got it. You got it, BB. <laughs> uh, but it, Gustavo Frank from Breaking Bad, which again, if you haven't seen Breaking Bad, what are you doing? <laughs> go see it uh but that guy he's playing he's playing uh, uh oh, moff gosh. gideon i'm gonna see Fantastic if i can pronounce actor. this oh what's his Let's name i pronounce this Uh-oh. giancarlo esposito wow giancarlo yeah, go, esposito. Nice. i think i got nice. that right that was good i think was i got good. that right i hope i got it right i don't really know oh uh, and then oh taika watiti is involved oh in the project, that's right taika he's, he's he, fantastic he uh directed one of the episodes i love the most also john favreau of course mm-hmm. he directed two of the episodes the first one and the last one i'm pretty sure he epi- he directed of the first mm-hmm. season the next season i definitely definitely did the first episode um mm-hmm. but taika's got like he's directed some of it i think he might be a producer on it too i'm not entirely sure well he's he's um, been he's probably he's gonna have his own trilogy apparently really yeah or at least one movie taika's in charge of one star wars movie i don't know when it's coming his move we'll, we'll like for a few years but i've seen others of his movies um mm-hmm. have you ever seen have you seen um What's it called? The one where there's Hitler and it's the little kid. Yes, I'm just gonna mention that Jojo uh, Rabbit. That was Jojo fabulous. Rabbit. It I was love so that. good. I watched I, it. I made uh, my family watch it. I just that, I love that. That was a fat. It's it's because I thought it was gonna be like a silly, goofy, oh, World yeah. War II kind of. It's not. It's very funny, but it's also very heartfelt. It's a touch. That's story. what I'm saying. Like uh, he can. It's a fantastic movie. And even the episode he he worked on or he directed, it just had the same feeling where you had these really genuinely funny moments, but then you also had it, it was good, it was serious, it was nice, it was like Gen- genuine. You That's could a, have I a very serious story perfect. and at the same time have this comic relief every now and then to keep it interesting, to keep you into agree. it. Yeah, actually, it was the I, same when he did Thor, actually. Yes, Thor, uh, Thor Ragnarok, right? Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, that was yeah, it was yeah, Ragnarok, yeah. Yeah, hilarious. I'm I'm not even a big uh, Avengers fan or Marvel fan, but that was no. hilarious. I, I hate to go off on such a tangent, but I, the first time I ever saw any of Taika's work was when you uh, in college showed me. Yeah. Uh, what the, what, what we, we do, do in the in dark? The shadows. What we do in the shadows? That's it. Oh, hilarious! Because so I wish. You, I, oh my god, so far is that still on Netflix? I hope it is. I don't think it is. Um, oh my god! Look, I can't look it up right now. I'm gonna lose connection. Um, man. That was Hilarious. the first time I ever saw him as an actor. I don't know how, mm. what he did on that other than acting, but it was fantastic. It was so funny. It was, so I, funny. I don't know if I knew you for that long, because I think we were still pretty new in our little friendship. I can't remember uh, how, because God, that was a long time ago. I've seen that now. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, when, some, when someone said, hey, you got to check this out, and you go, all right, I'll check it out, you know. And then you watch it. And I did, and I was like, oh, my God. 
this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was it was so one of the funniest good. movies I've ever seen. Honestly, top ten for a hundred percent. It was it was that funny. And I think it's, it's like, some of the same people who did um, uh, Flight of the Concords. Yes, it is. It, it yeah. it's got that humor to it. That that New Zealand dry kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, very uh, cheeky, very cheeky, very cheeky yeah. kind of humor. But yeah, because uh, the I think the the guy who plays the the wolf guy, one of the wolf guy who plays like the the Vlad, that guy was in mm-hmm. front of the Concord. Yeah, yeah, yeah he so, was. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> that show. Oh God, it's just such a such a good movie. But yeah, the the, the thing is that they got fantastic people working on the Mandalorian. They, they do great, yeah. uh, great cast and great people behind the scenes too, just working on it, and and it's really fantastic. If I'm gonna be a downer for one sec the only like that episode we were talking about episode four oh, where mm-hmm. it's sanctuary that was done it was directed by dice or bryce dallas howard if you know who that is i do not know who that is so have you seen you've seen the uh the new um the new jurassic park yeah, uh jurassic world uh, oh the first oh, one jurassic oh. world you know the redhead girl and uh, who runs in the heels no that's her that's her oh yeah, and I don't know what this might just be a personal thing. So if you disagree with me out there, I'm sorry. But she just <laughs> rubs me the wrong way. There's something about her that just like really pisses me off. You think so? I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I mean, I've had I've had the same feelings for other actors too. I couldn't name any up top of my head right now. But it's just like oh, something about her just feels so weird. And like I, not I, right. I mean, hey, I got one too, dude. It's Will Smith. I, I just something about Will really? Smith. Really? Yeah, I, I about could Will see Smith. that. Oh, see, like, I, I don't know. there's something about me that loves Will Smith. I think just because of the like the earlier years and the movies I've seen that oh, I love Bad Boys. Then. Don't get me wrong. I, Bad Boys is great. Men in Black is great, but like uh, anything after that. Well, I'm it's just, more of the dramatic ah. ones that get me. Like, I when I watched Pursuit of Happiness, that got me real good. Oh, that's a good movie. Shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Like he's got some good ones, but then yeah, at the same time, there are moments where I'm like. Why are you like this? Why? Why are you like Aladdin this? was a very interesting choice to have Will Smith. That was you know what the wrong choice. I, I don't know honest. if I hated it or if I loved it. I don't. Yeah, know. I, uh, I don't. Know. I can't. I can't decide. <laughs> I watched it with my mom. My mom was super into it. I was like, I just. My mom loves Will Smith, but okay. Um, anyway. So I guess I'm hit. I'm supposed to love him too because he's not a bad actor i'm gonna say he's not a bad actor it's just not a bad actor it's just like there's something it's a personal thing sometimes it just something gets you he's got a certain feeling about him and it just sometimes sometimes i think it really works and sometimes i just don't think it works yeah at at all i just think aladdin just was a ooh. i mean you're trying to replace not really replace but robin williams i mean well you have to fill the shoes of robin williams which like who you who are you gonna? Yeah, who are you gonna? Who's gonna go? There? Who, who can be able to do that? Um, um, but I, I, but in in comparison though, I don't think I don't think that episode's an absolute uh, no, gong show. It's, it's not the absolute worst. It's just something. No. It's the same thing. It's compared to the rest. Her, of it's like, like eh. there's something about it that rubs me wrong. Just like there's something about her that rubs me wrong. You know, <laughs> you get that. Like I, I think maybe like for me, it's like. Where did that group of bandits get the walker from? Was there an imperial camp here? Well, there, you, there's you know? a lot of questions, and part yeah. of that makes me like it because I like I like mystery. I like uh, questions. I like to wonder like where these things come from. As long as I, I get the answers, as if I if it gets answered in the van, like oh, ah, yeah. that's something. Oh, ah, wow, well, well, that's ah, interesting. Well, ah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, and like the the wife or the sorry, the wife. Well, she's not a wife anymore, but the the mother that has the daughter oh. like they focused on. Yeah. So like they're like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna take down this walker and these bandits. 
Does anyone know how to shoot? She raised her hand. How do you know yeah, how to shoot? Okay, so here's my thing. Here's my thing. I, I've seen this in other movies too. It, you know, when you see there's just some unnamed actress or someone that you don't know, mm-hmm. and for like a little bit of an episode or a movie, they focus on that one actor above mm-hmm. all the others, and you mm-hmm. don't really know why. Mm-hmm. I don't get that. I think that I think it, what it makes me think is that okay, that person knows somebody. And they, for some reason, got some special screen time because there's no reason. So in the Avengers, I'm sorry to change the subject for a second. In the Avengers, in the Avengers, the 2012 Avengers movie, um, the first one, the first big one. There's this point at the in the Battle of Manhattan or whatever that they're doing where there's this like blonde chick. And for some reason, it's just she keeps appearing on the screen. And mm-hmm. like, there's a point where it, it like, it's just a close up of her face while they're like, there's fighting going on. It's like very serious. And I'm just kind of confused because she's nowhere else in the movie anywhere. And she doesn't have any lines anywhere, but she's just, it just, they just focus on her specifically of like all a, these people. Appearance almost kind of like an actor. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like a, and I'm like, what, what? What? Why did that just happen? That was that was weird, but okay. And I'll just carry <laughs> on with the movie. But I'm just like, that's weird. And that's what I'm kind of feel like with this with this girl. But because she was like the only one who knew how to shoot of all these people, and then you're like, oh, of course, of course she does. Well, that, I think that's what needs to be explained, though. Like that's why that's why like was she, so that's yeah. I, it was just so random. Like why couldn't you? If they I explained think, it a little bit more, I would have been like, oh yeah, cool, cool. If she was like, I the think they're going to come back group. to it. I think he's going to come back to that planet because I think he likes it there. I think maybe after the second season, I don't even know if we're getting a third season, but I, 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 if I had to make a prediction, I'd reckon that he comes back to that planet. That is a long time to leave a space open of why, what, like, you know what I mean? There's like yeah. 10 episodes in between that. But if I had to guess, he goes back to that planet. I would hope so because I just want to know, like, why, why such the focus? And, if she was like the leader of that community, it would make more sense to me. It not just, only did, it felt like it was kind of weird. Not only did she know how to shoot, but she was like nailing those pot. Like she was like really yeah, good. She was so nailing she's, them. She's clearly got. A, I but I'm I'm curious to see what her background is. Like I'm I like now yeah. I'm like I want to know like what like was she a soldier? Like was she a if anything? The, the other girl, uh, I can't remember her name. What's her name in the show? Uh, uh the the rebel girl she's so badass I, her fuck, name is. I love yeah. her she's so cool such a badass and she, ah man i i think she i she fits the role so well and she's such mm-hmm. a badass character i love her um but like because i thought like if it was her cara dune cara dune that's it cara dune what a cool name <laughs> related to caleb dune question mark <laughs> which is Kane Car- mm-hmm. K- K- and jars you know what i mean and like yeah just, maybe just, i didn't even think it, about that until right yeah, now you know uh, uh see that's I got. I think the things and th- I got the five head, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I'm about to change the subject. Still Mandalorian. Okay, try me. Still Mandalorian. Um, segue. Good segue. Try me. Ahsoka. They had someone. I heard some mm. rumor about someone being cast as Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. And I'm super curious to see how that goes. I'm sure it's going to be happening this season because that's what the rumor was for. Um, but I'm just super curious as to what's going to happen there. It's. I, I I would be shocked if it didn't happen because the other rumor was true at the end of the very first episode of uh, season two yeah. of Mandalorian. There's something, yeah. there's someone that shows up that I'm not yeah, going to spoil anything. Go watch expect, it. But I heard the rumor. But uh, which makes sense, though. I mean, it makes yeah. it all makes sense. 
Yeah. Uh, but the rumor was that 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 certain person was there. And you're like, I don't know. They're well, not going to, you know. About that certain person, I kind of wonder if they're going to factor into any more of the episodes. But we won't talk about that. Maybe Spoiler maybe that's three. season three. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Well, I we'll would see. hope not. I hope he I hope it shows up again. Sooner than sooner than rather later. I sooner than later, later yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, so we there's Ahsoka is supposed to be in it, but then they also had. Uh, I saw a thing about how, um, Ewan McGregor, who plays mm-hmm. Obi Wan oh, Kenobi, if you guys don't know, he's supposed he he apparently walked around the uh, the set of the Mandalorian in mm-hmm. his in his uh, in his, his costumes in his robes yes. his Jedi robes robes. And what I wonder is, was that just you know just because because it's him and they were like well let's just give him his robes or <laughs> what, like does he have an actual role in it which i don't know how he would to be honest unless it was some small flashback. throwaway thing it could be a flashback could be like a maybe there's like a, a hologram of him that they find or something maybe it's a holo oh that could be could be a hologram because he because this where, where mandalorian takes place obi-wan's dead darth vader's dead yeah all the well, not all of them. I mean, Luke Skywalker's still alive. Luke Skywalker's still alive. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we if we see him at the end or something like that with like a yeah. younger, like they did in um, uh, not last year, uh, Rise of Skywalker with like well, with they've Leia. got they've got, got the the child, you know, the child. Um, and his mission right now is to find the Jedi. That's what. Well, that that's the that's the whole point. That's that's the big mystery right now is we got to find we got to find the Jedi or and we might even find the origins of Yoda's race, which we don't know. Or, yeah, because you know, the um, the Mandalorian uh, blacksmith told him to go find the this um this species sorcerers. of yeah species of sorcerers and uh, called the Jedi, the Jedi, the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he was to find them and wipe them from existence. Um, but no, he's supposed to find them, and he's supposed to bring Baba Yoda to them. That's the plan. That's the that's the. That's I don't the think he right will now. because I think he's grown too attached to Baby Yoda. Maybe he learns the ways of the. Maybe he becomes a Jedi, Mando Jedi, Mandalorian. Well, Jedi? there was. I was watching some lore videos about um, the dark because I was interested, mm-hmm. and the dark is. It's the weapon of the first ever Mandalorian Jedi, uh, huh. Mandalore the Great, or whatever his name was, Ooh, um, okay. who became a Jedi. I think that's who it was. I could be completely wrong in that, but he, his weapon was the dark saber. If I'm wrong, I'm so sorry, and I hope I someone will probably. Because I think me it know. was but, from from my memory from the from the EU, the expanded universe. It was given to him. Remember that what it was so they had a war, then they, it was a it was a peace treaty. That was what they gave it the peace treaty to, mm. to signify their their newfound. I'm peace. gonna look it up. Let's see, the <laughs> I'm gonna search it, Jeremy. Let, look Jamie. it up, Jeremy. Jamie. Um, Jeremy, 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 Joe yeah. Rogan reference, Joe, the best podcast ever. Um, not really, but <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I there's a lot of there's there's a lot more to oh, sorry, sorry it wasn't Mandalore the Great, it was Tar Vizsla, first Mandalorian ever. Included into the Jedi Order. Ah, uh, okay. So he was a Jedi. In 1019 BBY. 1019 BBY. That's a thousand years before the Battle of Yavin. Holy smokes. That's what uh, BBY stands for. Before the Battle of Yavin. Cool cats and kittens. <laughs> for all you cool kids out there. Because, yeah, you know, that definitely knowing that, definitely knowing like a fake acronym for a fake battle is that makes you, yeah. uh, I mean, that makes you cool. Super cool. Uh, I am uh, late, super cool. Ladies, if you're listening, uh, 
<laughs> Hello, ladies. Uh, did you know that uh, BBY stands for the battle before the battle of Yavin? <laughs> I know. I know. I Control like you know yourself. That. I, know. I, I want to know that. A wink, a winky oh. wink. <laughs> oh god bet you didn't know that did you <laughs> oh uh actually in the in the uh second I, i'm looking at my notes the second episode uh, that, or that came mm. out last week uh, yeah really cool a uh, couple of cameos uh, yeah you have uh, right dave dave Filoni, dave filoni dave filoni dave filoni dave filoni Dave Maloney, if you know who that is that is the creative director producer of star wars the clone wars uh, Star Dave, Wars Rebels. Give me my money. And pretty much. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just and, thinking of. Uh, I, I'm, wow, can you imagine how much money he has? Like, imagine just getting a Star Wars show. Imagine just being that much of a nerd that just give you a show. That's pretty much what happened to that guy. He was a nerd. That's pretty much what happened. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I'll do it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I always see him with a hat. I kind of wondered. First time I ever saw him, I was like, who the fuck is that guy? He's got a, he's got a cowboy sorry, hat. He's, he's doing the cowboy thing. He's, yeah. Uh, he's doing the Indiana Jones thing, I guess. Yeah. Which is kind of um, weird. I'm like, but they, they gave him. They gave him the the they gave him a chance and he he shined. He made two two, I say decent shows, and now he's part of the uh, the creative team at Mandalorian. And also the new there's a there is a new cartoon coming out too. Actually, here's another tangent. There's a what? new you didn't know that? No. Yeah, they're giving him a third. They're giving him a third cartoon. Uh, What's it about? I, it's about it's about the so in in the last season of Clone Wars the the, the revival season seven. They did the that squad of clone troopers, the misfits, whatever the fuck, the bad batch. They're all like genetically fucked up. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. So supposedly okay. we're getting a bad batch series, but with them as the bad guys in the Empire. So they stayed with the Empire. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That, doesn't that doesn't that sound that that sounds pretty spicy, doesn't it? That sounds That's like pretty a, yeah. cool. It's <laughs> pretty cool. But yeah, he he's been he's been involved with Star Wars now for well over ten years. Yeah, um, he's and and I, I, a lot of the, a lot of his ideas and stuff are great. Not everything he does is fantastic. There's a lot of lackluster episodes that he's been a part of. Uh, mm -hmm. But as far as Mandalorian goes, he's fantastic. He, he's done I mean, no job. one's no one's perfect, but uh, yeah, hey, no one is. Uh, but he was one of the X-wing pilots in Episode Two, Season Two of Mandalorian. There's two yes. X-wing pilots. Yes, he was. And more interestingly enough, uh, you get a little bit of a Toronto connection here. The second pilot, uh, you have to look. You have to look up his name. I can't remember his name. Uh, the dad from Kim's Convenience. Was the other uh, X-wing pilot? Can find his name. I can't remember his name. Uh, He's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, He's done a lot of stuff. Uh, we uh, we there's a there's a good connection uh, through us to the film school, and then the the executive producer like there's a producer that works on Kim Convenience that also worked at the film school. It's all connected. It's all not that we, I'm not saying we directly know him, but uh, no, of course not. But there's it's 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 it's, it's honestly it's a small world because I think. I think he's been to the school before, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm not I can't, I can't, sure if remember. he's been to the school. I can't remember. Um, but the, the, but it's just it, what I'm getting at is it's it's a crazy small world, and it was nice to see someone from Toronto, uh, in the pilot seat. There, it was nice. To, hey, anytime there's Canadian yeah, on screen, I, I'm gonna. Hey, there we go. You know that's it's a win oh, for us. You know what? That's what I, that's a win for us, little guys. But, on a t tangent, oh, you're cutting out. Oh, my cutting out. Oh, my bad. Um, it's all good. Uh, tangent. So I, f I totally forgot about this. Uh, I can't believe I did. Before we talk about the the viewer request for the favorite movies and why, uh, gotta give a little shout out to Alex Trebek, dude. Wait, what? Gotta give a little shout out to Alex Trebek. 
Trebek, the host of Alex Jeopardy. Trebek. Yes. No? Yeah. Yeah. So what sad. A, dude, what the hell, man? What is this year, bro? Just that's it's insane. You're you're really you're really you're gonna take Van Halen and Alex Trebek in the same year? Really? You're gonna do that to me? Okay. All right. Sure. Uh, Sean right. Connery got me. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, and Sean Connery the other day too. What the hell is going I on? I just woke up and I was like, oh. That's not good. <laughs> My thing is, we're all gonna go eventually. Hey, I can be true. you can be sad for someone when they go, but just you know, I would try to remember the good shit, the good times, and I like that. It, all these things keep making me sad, and they keep happening. Which I'm like, is it just because this year is so poop, or is it because you know that's the generation, that's their generation, and they're finally it's that time, it's time to go. It's yeah, that time, time to go. of. of in in the world in the universe when the generations kind of pass through each other kind of if you know what i mean yeah pre- that makes I, sense. I, yeah pretty much it does yeah i'm gonna get real spiritual on you real sp- <laughs> just feel real, the spirit just, just feel, I feel the spirit them. just feel the spirit so... no but i i think it's uh it, it's been a crazy year for celebrity deaths it's been a crazy year for for uh, icon i mean um I'm, I've always been a, a big fan of 007, James Bond. I mean, come on, who doesn't want to be him? Let's be honest. Uh, some of those older, some of the original 007 movies that he was in, I think are are some of cinema's best. Mm-hmm. Um, not just because they're James Bond movies, but because some of the stuff in them, hey, a lot of stuff hasn't aged properly either. I'm not going to come uh, out and say it. He hasn't aged well. Very, I mean, not no. because he's dead. Uh, shit, I shouldn't have said that. Um, some of the stuff he said and did wasn't that great, but as long as you acknowledge yeah. that, you know what you know what i mean as long as you acknowledge that and and understand it was a it was a it was a long time ago and a different time and you acknowledge what was right and what was wrong i i think you can still enjoy the movies because i think some of those movies are hilarious i mean some of those movies uh, they've been spoofed joked about talked about for so mm-hmm. long you know i mean they, well, they, they inspired they so many other movies and genres yeah exactly the, uh, the, the james bond was the first spy movie to ever do that good or at least the first spy series to do that well there, there had been some stuff before but it's the first one to it, he's the pi- it's the pioneer of spy movies take it or well, leave he's it. a book first and it was like the yes, book was, was super popular and then we turn into james bond now we no, have daniel shot. craig is james bond and you know well hopefully uh, well not hopefully hopefully he stays because i i like daniel craig's bond he's pretty good well i heard did you hear the rumors where idris elba was going to become the new james bond and i was so down for that oh dude he's fantastic extremely down for that i I, mm. and that's what i'm saying it's like it's evolved to this point where now you even have like the first uh first african-american james bond and you're like love it fantastic it's just it's cool that it's like it's that big of a thing where you if you have someone you can branch out and it's it's like a a good thing for mm -hmm. society If, if i'm making any sense here no, um, it's it's it's. I think it's good, healthy diversity, and then like, because mm-hmm. like you ask your your parent, I I think the Bond films were bigger like a long time ago. They're definitely, I think they're now more watchable for everyone. Whereas I think the older ones are kind of, eh. but like when people like who like when the new 007 comes out, there's a new actor. It's oh, new 007 or the new Bond girl or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I I think it's good. I think it's great, healthy diversity, and I think I I I think the character of 007 you have to have that sort of suave to you. You know what I mean? And I, I, I just think I'm kind of like, he's got it. I think do all oh. of these people, are they actually the one James Bond or are there different people who use the name James Bond as like, as well as being double. Oh, like as far as continuity goes for like the, the movies. Yeah. 
Uh, that's hard because sometimes I've never sometimes, actually looked into this. Sometimes they've referenced themselves in the older movies, yeah, and sometimes they don't, and sometimes like it's it's very like it's in the newer confusing. movies. There's some stuff that's said that I'm like, so that did happen, or but that, that was like did, to you. 60s but i haven't yeah. yeah it's very yeah it's very confusing it's odd and i kind of want to like look up if that's a thing or if that's just 007 lore uh yeah. no i i i think i think it's just i think it's you kind of you gotta you kind of gotta take that at face value it is whatever they say goes goes because mm-hmm. uh, i mean we're, we're talking about a series that's been sp- literally since the early 1960s that's a long time it's a long time that- very long time man you know so i i, I there's obviously going to be some mistakes some some changes reboots on reboot like you know like choice well that's what i'm thinking maybe it's just a re maybe they're just reboots but then if they're reboots with different storylines hmm. i mean maybe i mean because well because i think one of the newer ones isn't there's one of the same villains no yeah because blowfeld's back because blow yeah blowfeld yeah in inspector because he was he was like one of the original guys and uh, uh villains Mm-hmm. That's what that's what Doctor Evil is based on too. Uh, yeah. Um, but then you've also got a uh, like the two different Casino Royales or the original James Bond. The first ever James Bond was called Casino Royale. It wasn't it even was. Sean Connery, but someone else. Yeah, it was the um, actor. That's true. He, he wasn't the Bond, first James yeah. Bond. No. Um, that's played by but the American that's actor because that movie wasn't called James. It wasn't called James Bond. Or it was called Casino Royale. It was just Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you've got the newest one with Daniel Craig, which is Casino Royale as well. Great I movie. think it follows the same kind of storyline, but they've modernized it a little. Obviously, yeah, like yeah. yeah. I've never seen I've never seen the original Casino Royale. I've, I've only ever neither seen have it. I. I just I, I think I watched a video on YouTube. I just know of its existence. Yes, so do I. Right. Uh, no, we have Sean, to talk. Sean Connery was fantastic. Though. He, he he was great. He, I I will say though that I don't I don't think a lot of people talk about is like uh one like well they on the news they announced like oh he was in such movies as 007 and and Red October. Red October mm-hmm. is a great movie. It's a fantastic yeah. movie, but man, does he not work in that movie? I don't think. Like he's a good actor, but like it's no. like <laughs> everyone's like the we'll dive comrade. They're all like see these, there's these Russian. He can't dudes. do accents. No, <laughs> he can't he do such accents. A thick Scottish accent. He's, everyone's he's just so stuck in that that it's just and then like in um what was that the untouchables yes um yeah. where he's supposed to be an irish man and he was just a, a scottish man thick <laughs> scottish accent yeah it, it sounds crazy but there is a difference and and and, and anyone from that area they, they fucking tell you too there um, is some really good actors who just can't do accents no um kevin costner is a good actor i, I think <laughs> in my mind i think of him I as think. one but then i try to think of him doing an accent and i'm like you suck Hey, you know, it, it's hard. You know, we, 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 we did a lot of dialect work uh, in, at the film school and it's some of us definitely did better than others. It's not easy. It's and a lot of a no. lot of the other students that we work with ha- had dialects of their own. I mean, we, we have a dialect. It's Canadian. You know, yeah. like there, there's there's t- which was kind of like I do. But I, yeah, we do. Like nothing I, I annoys me more than when I tell someone when I'm talking about that and I say that like my accent is Canadian or their accent's Canadian because you know, like we live here and Mm -hmm. it's, they're like, no, I have no accent. And I'm like, no, that's not, that's a very ignorant way to look at it. Friend. There, there's a hundred percent a difference between, uh, I I guess the the closest comparison to our English would be American English, but even in American English, you've got, you've got a lot of different accents and Canadian sounds and everything. Yes. Uh, The one off the top of my head, the, the raising a, 
which I remember uh, uh, that, that, that teacher we had talking about that. that, that there's a couple of examples of our, our A raising. So instead of yeah. car, it's car. But it's also the O. Oh, yeah, the O, the heavy, the, the, the strong O. But like, that's about You don't even hear it because it's not, when they talk about the O, it's more, I think it's more reduced for our generation than it was yes. before. Um, what I was going to say is if you go to a different country, if one of us goes over to a different country, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, you have an accent and it's weird. You know? <laughs> so oh, yeah, like, 100%. We do. It's it's where yeah. it goes. It's the, the way it's it the way it goes, and and uh, one of the one of the like when they when we were learning in, in film school and they're, and they're telling us like yeah some of you might have to drop that I, I'm from ru- rural Canada I'll, I'll probably rural you you can tell that I'm Canadian especially if I, I I got a few beers in me I'm Canadian like it's just, it's just oh, how yeah. it goes you know uh, I mean you you picked seen, me up before many times that's <laughs> literally times. oh my god that's that's a story for another day I think um but. Yeah, and then and, uh, so we got on the Sean Connery, but Alex Trebek, that, that's sad, man. You know, that's that's a mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, we got way off topic. Sorry. G- good Canadian guy, great Canadian guy. Just, I, I used to watch the show all the time. Even my grandparents, are like twice, three times a week, I, I'd sit in the room and watch it with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I love Jeopardy. I think it's a fantastic game. I'm not bad at it either. I'm not going to lie. That's one, one good thing I'm good at. I'm, and, and sometimes, I, always, I always test myself. I'm always, yeah, it's fun. It's great. Stuff on that one. Yeah. And sometimes no, my grandma looks at me, she's like, how the fuck do you know that? And I'm like, I, honestly I'm genius <laughs> five just five five a lot of the time i just guess and i'm like wow i was that was a good guess i was right uh sometimes and you have to and guess. i'm like am i guessing right or am i really smart but by chance the the college level ones i I usually do better at oh yeah 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. Right. the ones that mandalorian we gotta go back to mandalorian we, oh, yeah, we mandalorian. went off yeah sorry tangent why well, there's 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 i mean those are those are big guys you gotta talk about what them. did you think of the um the uh what's his name not the deputy but the uh oh uh timothy oliphant or Al- elephant timothy elephant as uh what was his name bariff no the uh the name? warden Long... the warden the warden, he was, the warden. He, was, he was wearing uh boba fett's armor yeah uh, what do you think was... of him what i think of him I think I need more time with it because he was all right. He was okay, uh, but I think yeah. maybe his, he needed a little more time to cook. It just needed a little more. It, he just needed a little more leaning with his with his with his thumbs and his belt loops to be a little more. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Need a little more. You know, because there there was at points where they showed him as like, yeah, he's a he's a rust he's a rough and gristled kind of sheriff, but then he's also kind of mm-hmm. inexperienced. So I'm kind of confused where he stands because. It would to me. It would have made more sense if he was kind of green as a sheriff, and he was just wearing that armor to wear it. But then, yeah. after you know, after a episode with the Mandalorian, he's kind of, now he's kind of like, okay, I kind of know what I'm doing. I don't need the armor. I got a good blaster on my side, and they, you know, mm-hmm. they work together with the, with the sand. But it kind of, it kind of seemed like he had that the skills beforehand. He just didn't have the armor, and that's why he couldn't defend his town. Yeah, pretty much. It was like the armor was the only thing stopped, like he like that helped him defend his town. But he had the skills to to use his blaster Blasters. alongside his armor, not his armor, but Boba Fett's armor. I thought the scene of him. This is episode two in season two, by the way. I thought him, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Jin, driving through uh, the 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 town on the bike, kind of like old west, just kind of him slowly hovering yeah. in or like kind of oh, riding so- on the horse and. 
Was this episode uh, two or is this episode yes. one? Oh no, that no, that was episode one. Sorry, episode two was the ice spiders. I forgot. Yeah. No, episode one. That was episode one, and he he, he kind of just rides in. And you kind of just like okay, we're rides in all. Okay. Yeah, like Base you can almost say like the. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I, I, I thought, I thought, I thought it was fabulous. Uh, he was okay. The crate dragon was cool. I like that. That was crate dragon cool. was super cool. Yeah, super that was, cool. I, I didn't think like, was, I didn't know what it was. I was gonna think that it was some kind of imperial thing at first because you you only see the the, the rumbling right under the sand. Mm-hmm, I was like, mm-hmm. what's this? It must be something that's so cool. I think it's like an imperial something. I didn't know. I didn't know what it was. And then it just bursts out of the ground, and I'm like, well, what? Sandworms, uh oh, <laughs> uh oh, and, and I thought it was cool to see more of the Tuscan Raiders too. You actually, like, it see was them super cool. See them in their and camp to see them not and... killing people. Yeah, <laughs> I, a lot of allusions to kind of like the the old American West between like uh, European settlers, cowboys uh, versus like yep. a, a, a American Aboriginal Native tribes. Americans. Yeah, yeah, Native Americans. Uh, I thought that was super cool. I thought mm-hmm. that was awesome. And then like them trying to, and then he's like, all right, we'll help you kill it. But fucking, we're keeping the meat. <laughs> it's like, all right, you can yeah. have the meat. Fine. I'm Eat like, the meat. I just sit there wondering what that tastes like, but that's just me. I thought that too. I was any good space worms. Any good. Then they had that pearl thing. Did you see that at the end? I was going to say, yeah, what the, they had a pearl, you had a giant pearl. Holy, like why did you take the pearl? That's crazy. I thought it was like an egg, but I was like, there's no way that is a, how big. The that's egg what would I be thought it was thing. too. It was an egg at first, but no, it was like, a, yeah. Space pearl. <laughs> yeah, after I read somewhere something about it where it might come back later in, but I don't see how it could because it wasn't very uh, emphasized. It was just kind of like, oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. No, because I, I I thought that was it was a super cool episode of them trying to trap it, them trying to kill it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reference to him, he smacks his his jetpack and he and it yep. goes <laughs> up. You know, what was that? No, actually oh, on the uh, on the back of his uh, the back of the jetpack, uh, Boba mm-hmm. Fett's jetpack. Um, you can see there's like a, a patch where the, uh, he patched over the hole that uh, Han Solo made in Django Fett's uh, or Django Fett, Boba Fett's uh, thing when he whacked him on the space bar or on the sand barge. Boba Fett, where? And he smacked him and he, yep. Yeah, and he went flying off. Bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a little, mm-hmm. little a, a metal patch over that hole. And I thought that was really cool. It was nice to see the cantina again, uh, the cantina from A New Hope. Yep. And you yep. see that cantina, uh, and and the the ant dude. You know what that ant dude name is? No, Doctor Mandible. <laughs> Shut up. I know. Doctor Mandible, dude. I'm not shitting you. Doctor Mandible, and he's just like playing. He's playing that card game. I think it's called Ciroc. I think it's called. Yeah, Ciroc. And then and then he's making. Oh, dude, hilarious. <laughs> love it. I love it. Doctor Mandible. That's so cute. I love it. Oh man, it, 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 great episode great episode that i like the lady who plays the the little mecha- like the space yep. the mechanic i, I don't her know name. she's well known too i, I can't remember her name, name either but there's something bad i'm just like you're kind of funny but like in a weird can't, way can't remember names because i'm just so enthralled in watching it like i yeah. I, I, I say that like i can't remember because i'm just so enthralled in their characters because everyone does well, even, such a great job even pedro pascal the guy who plays the mandalorian mm-hmm. like, pedro i don't even i don't even know oh, i'm no, just like yeah he's so good and it, like it's weird how you get so much from not even being able to see his face. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you can like infer things. Sometimes I have no idea what he's thinking, but a lot of the time I'm like, I get it. I get you. Bro. you it, it, it goes to show that a lot of, a lot of the way we read each other is body language and a lot of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and you can kind of, 
you, you, yeah, you can kind of tell what he's thinking and what's going on. Uh, I'm, I'm also excited to know more about his uh, inner conflict and what like, I want to know his in, more in the first season. They kind of showed him, like they showed uh, someone invading his planet, and then they find out at the end it was the, the droid army from the Clone Wars. It was the Separatists, yeah, the, mm-hmm. or the Confederacy that was uh, super the super battle droids. But I'm like, oh, interesting. Okay, and it wasn't clone troopers who saved him. It was, yeah. uh, it was Mandalorian. So what were Mandalorians? There's a lot of questions still. But I, I think episode one was fabulous. What did you think of episode two as a whole? Uh, the one with the, back the side was the spiders. Um, I'm trying to remember how it even started because I what happened? Was, oh yeah, he, he, he was trying. He was, he was on uh, Tatooine, and then he needed to go and bring this. He's trying uh, to find a Mandalorian, and then that lizard lady, uh, frog knew lady. of a Mandalorian. Yeah, the frog lady. Sorry, um, they knew. She knew of where the other mandalorian was mm-hmm. so she was gonna bring him to where that would be but he had to bring her he to, had to, to like to a, a planet that her husband had set up or an area yeah. so they, they could, couldn't they could use their bloodline uh, on the eggs so they right. can't the eggs mm. and he couldn't use uh warp speed because warp Sh- wait warp speed or light warp speed, speed is, or whatever light speed warp speed is it is in star trek isn't it that's it i'm pretty sure it's star trek yeah, they didn't want to use light speed because it, it would break the egg. It's same shit. It would uh, break same the Same shit, egg. different name. And uh, and then Baby Yoda gets into the eggs. He eats a couple eggs, steals a couple of the fucking eggs out of the fucking blue juice. Can- that was so funny. Oh, uh, I was like, he's going to fucking eat these. Because when he first, at the beginning of it, I didn't know if he was going to eat it or if he was going over there and there was some kind of attachment like through the force that he had to it because he put his like you know it looked he very definitely did he, i know i don't yeah. know if you noticed that he definitely did he felt something there was something because i thought oh maybe he's eating them and he's gonna like fucking like he's gonna birth them himself i don't know you don't know what baby yoda's gonna do he's crazy he's yeah. forced jesus. he's forced baby jesus you don't it's know it's crazy he's a madman um but then he's, he's a, and then he starts, he starts he starts popping them down like they're a fresh can of pringles and you go oh <laughs> and i'm <laughs> like whoop i'm surprised she didn't notice but um yeah, no, like, and then she never really says anything that's like half of her fucking babies are missing. He's like, oh, where do they go? Yeah. I don't know. Burp, you know. Man, those know. spider things, though. The ice spider oh, thing. Oh, man. Hey, freak me out. I Nightmares. Nightmares. They were gross. For fuel. They were gross. <laughs> they, they were gross. They I were just very like, gross. I don't really, I'm not scared of spiders. But if it's like, if there's a lot of them like that, there's a big one, I'd probably be pretty scared. Probably they were also myself. in Rebels, I'm pretty sure. I think those were, were the same actually? spiders. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were the same spiders in Rebels. I guess they're not I guess they're not prone to one planet. I guess they're a, a species that's been to multiple planets for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. That uh well, we didn't even know what planet he was on some sort of ice planet or some sort of snow planet. Yeah, it was uh it wasn't Hoth. Yeah, no, they didn't even give it a name. No, nope. it was just some okay. some random one. Ice planet. It wasn't Hoth, it wasn't Ilum. No. It but it was right by uh Right by Tatooine because he was flying there manually. Yeah, so it, and it was cl- yeah, it was close to Tatooine. So I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up later. Where it is? I'm gonna nerd out after uh, at dinner and, and find out where that was. But, I thought uh, her species were cool though. The frog. The oh, frog I species? completely agree. And then she like hacked the robot and like made it talk. So like made, she could talk yeah. through it. So he got because they she was speaking some like and he's like, do you speak Hutneys? Do you speak anything else? No, just just frog. He's like I don't speak frog. <laughs> Said every English sailor ever. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> no, yeah, it, it was cool. Like she, she was an interesting character. She's trying to get her, her eggs there. Um, Baby Yoda eating them. Her chilling out in the hot springs. I thought it was cool. She's like, ah, I gotta warm them mm-hmm. up. Gotta warm up yeah. in the hot springs. And that, and that's when they all, they all sort of attack. And 
Oh, what do they're, you think they're of Baby Yoda. What do I think what of, do you think baby, of Yoda? baby Yoda? Yeah, yeah. I want, I want. I, I think he's the cutest gosh darn thing to ever happen. I think he might be a reincarnation of Yoda, maybe. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, so uh, he, assuming... he was born 50 years ago. Oh, no, wait. That wouldn't make any sense because Yoda was still yeah. alive. Yeah. That's why I'm, I was just uh, thinking about it. I don't think about that. Yeah. There's something I saw, um, which was so weird. And it was like something about how maybe baby Yoda is the chosen one. And I was like, that doesn't make any freaking sense. Not really. What? No, it's it's more meant to be Luke yeah. or Leia. I saw it and I was like, that doesn't make any sense, bro. It's because he was born around the same time as someone. And I was like, what? No. No. no you 50, fool. 50 years from Return of the Jedi would probably be uh, probably close to Revenge of the Sith time. Yeah. So I think it was because he was born around the same time as uh, Luke or something. Mm. I saw this. I yeah, watched this Luke's video. Not Fifty, then a Return of the Jedi. He's probably in his early thirty, late twenties at his most, and Return yeah. of the Jedi. You know what I mean? Because I saw this New video. That's yeah. Um, and it was about uh, who do you think the chosen one is? Do you think it's oh, Luke, or uh, do you think options. it's Anakin? No, if you had to pick from those two. If I had to pick from Anakin or Luke, who's the chosen one? Mm-hmm. I would pick Anakin. Yeah. I would pick, right. I would pick Anakin okay. because he... So I yeah. watched this video, and it was about who is the chosen one and why or whatever, and it was kind of mm-hmm. saying how they both are, but it was saying it in, like, okay, so you have Anakin who was born... Um, you know, it doesn't matter how he's born or anything like that, but and he had the highest oh, medical oh, yeah. rank count, and that's yeah. what kind of... I've heard made Qui-Gon think that he was the... Yeah. The but he one, yeah. was found at a bit of an older age, right? Mm-hmm. By Qui-Gon. And um, Qui-Gon took him as his apprentice and wanted to train him because Qui-Gon's pretty much the only Jedi who uh, could have trained Anakin to be more balanced. Because the whole prophecy is about bring the person will bring balance, bring to, the balance force, to the Force. Right? Yeah. There's also this other side that you hear in a different... Um, movie where it's like he'll destroy the Sith and bring balance to the Force, right? Mm-hmm. But the the thing is, is like the Force is it's unbalanced because you have so many Jedi and so few Sith. So to bring balance to the Force, you'd have to kill all the Jedi, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is what Anakin does. He does do that. Yeah, he pretty much just, yeah destroys the Order. Yeah, balance in that way. But then you have more Sith than Jedi, right? Well, not mm-hmm. really. I think because there's a few Jedi out in space that survive, that haven't but been or anything. Yeah, but the the main thing of is you have more, you have the Sith that are now more powerful than the Jedi. Um, so he was born at a, at a, or he was found at an age where he's a bit older than most of the other Jedi who get inducted into the um, order, things, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and be- the reason they're inducted so young is so that they don't create connections, right? And they don't have. Uh, connections with other people and relationships. Yeah, you're not, you're not supposed to feel shit. You're supposed to be a because connections lead to the yeah. dark side, right? Love leads to the dark side. Um, and mm-hmm. then the dark side, the Sith believe that love leads to the light side, right? Because it's compassion and all that jazz, right? Right, right. So Anakin was found at an age where he already had a connection to his mother, mm-hmm. and Qui Gon found him. And Qui Gon, what I was going to say before is Qui Gon is the only Jedi who could have trained Anakin. Um, to learn to love properly, right? 
because okay. uh, Qui Gon in his past there was something to do with how he had he had loved someone and he had like a love interest in his past. I think this might be in Legends or something, but well, it, it's on record like it, like in the books and other stuff that he wasn't he yeah. wasn't the best. He was he was like like a, he a great Jedi. Jedi he was more, yeah, he was more balanced than the other Jedi who were all mm-hmm. very dogmatic and strict in he their about, views. About, he, he wasn't just yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas you can you can love someone or something like that. So, um, and then Obi Wan was more of like the best. He was like the ideal Jedi because he didn't have he did all the things that they wanted. He was very. He, he was, didn't have any connections or anything like that. Uh, except for he wasn't in, neutral uh, light. He was like, fuck, he was all, all, all like let Jedi good. I am. Yeah. Good. All I light. Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. Right. 100%. So when Qui-Gon died, that's when it really started for, that's when the whole thing really started because Qui-Gon died, which means that Anakin didn't have the proper teacher or father oh, figure. To, this is, uh, that's Dave. This is what Dave Filoni said. Sorry. This is this, Dave Filoni was talking about this. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So it's like that whole mm. thing where because he died, Anakin couldn't learn to be a balanced Jedi because he couldn't learn to love properly. He wasn't taught to love properly because Obi-Wan didn't become a father figure. He became like a brother to him, right? Yes. And so the reason they're both the chosen one is because Luke brings him back to the light side, right? So mm. he was a he was a Sith he he was on he was the light side first he was a jedi first and then he became the sith lord bader and then he got brought back to the light side which brought him balanced and became him a balanced made him a balanced jedi before he died obviously which is why he became back came back as a force ghost force ghost yeah which, that could be its own i mean yeah yeah well what i found, so what was you specifically what dave filoni said was that mm-hmm. that that scene in the end of episode 1 uh, with the fight between Darth Maul, Qui Gon, and Obi Wan, or uh, at least the 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 score for that scene, which is a, what's probably one of the best songs in the series, yeah, it's called Duel of Fates. Mm-hmm. And what he says is that you know it's that scene is called Duel of Fates because most people think it's because of Qui Gon because he dies, yeah, but it's not his fate; it's Anakin's fate. Anakin's fate, yeah, yeah, which is like, yeah. oh, whoa, okay, whoa. But you're right; it makes sense because Qui Gon would have been the the father figure, and Obi Wan because Obi Wan's young in that movie. Maybe what twenty in that movie? Obi Wan? Yeah, maybe twenty. Yeah, maybe twenty, twenty one, twenty one. That's the thing. It's like Qui Gon could have been Qui Gon could have been the father figure that Anakin needed Mm -hmm. to to properly be a balanced Jedi and to love properly and to to define balance in the force because balance in the force is love. And if love. you can love, if you can love properly without going to the dark side or going to the light side, then you're a balanced Jedi. That's or that's you're cool. a balanced, you're a balanced Force user, I guess. I'm, I'm glad you know about that theory because that that's I, I think I think it rings I think it rings a lot of truth. I think it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Well, it's yeah, a, it's a good thing for the overall story. But now we've got the new movies, and I'm kind of confused. But that's yeah, we 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 talked about that in the last podcast. You know, it's just oh boy. Yeah, we don't have to talk about that again. <laughs> Which is which is actual? Well, I won't talk about the whole thing again. But the, which is one no. thing I'm kind of worried about Mandalorian because I don't know where Mandalorian is going. Because I know I know yeah. where the because t- I don't. So I don't. Mandalorian takes place five years after Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. or four or five. Not not so Something not like that. so long enough for long enough for the rebellion to establish the new republic and to like set things up. But mm-hmm. 
the empire is still there. It's still clear. It's imperial remnants, but there's still a lot of them clearly. Cause at first when you see it, you see them like they're all covered in dust and dirt. Some of the stormtroopers don't have the regular E 11 blasters. Some of them have the pistols. So yeah. it, it looks like they're on their last edge. Kind of like a reference to like, um, there's one thing wow. I'm kind of confused Germany in World War Two. What's that? Oh yeah, it is a lot like that. Yeah. Um, there's one thing I'm confused about, which is, um, it's weird because, you know, obviously when uh this the Jedi were, um, eradicated or whatever you yeah. want to say, Order sixty-six. Uh, Order sixty-six. Um, yeah. after that, uh, like people kind of forgot about the Jedi, forgot that they were a thing. Um, because mm-hmm. you know you had Han Solo who's like that's just a bunch of old stories and hooky pooky, whatever, mm-hmm. right? And um, now that um the rebels have won or the 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 new the resistance or the new republic are a thing, um, how do people still not know about the Jedi? I'm kind of confused. And you have um, because well they don't know about the Force or anything either because the Mandalorian's super confused or he doesn't understand what happens when Baby Yoda. Like lifts up the um that woolly mm-hmm. rhino thing, right? Mm-hmm. And and he's like, "What the hell? Like, what kind of what is this? It's some kind of weird thing." But then in episode two uh, of the new season, when the um those the tie fighter oh not tie fighter sorry the X wing pilots um, mm-hmm. when they leave, he's like, "May the force be with you" or whatever. Ah, uh, he does say that. Yeah, it's true. He does he does. That. And it kind of confuses me because I'm like, "So you do know what the force is?" Or you, or you just know that they say that. Mm, so maybe, well, okay. So I think, I, I think, I think you kind of just nailed it in your question. I think, I think, yeah, he, I think, I think he's saying that to make fun of them because that's what they say. Probably because a lot of so in, in almost every movie, mm-hmm. or in every Star Wars movie, some older, wiser Jedi has to tell the younger, new Jedi what the Force is. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Because he could say, may the force be with you, eh, whatever. But no one's told him that the force surrounds you. It's it's around yeah, you. It's, you know what I mean? It, it binds us together. It ta- he, 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 no one actually explains the force to him. So that could be. However, you have a very, it, it is not not a plot hole, but like, you know, it's only five years oh, after. Oh, this is something that I thought was interesting or confusing. Or- the only thing I can think of is that he's been living in an underground kind of lifestyle his whole life. Yeah, true. Not really concerning himself with uh, the Galactic Civil War, man. You know, this well, the siege of well, the Empire took over Mandalore. We know that the Empire yeah. did something bad, to me. but um, I mean, it's probably forbidden to talk about Jedi's too, right? I imagine the Emperor doesn't want you. And well, he and, didn't imagine right? he forbid it, and that's why it kind of became a a thing that no one really knew about because mm-hmm. he and, killed all the Jedi and he killed the idea of them. Nobody, nobody really wants. Oh no! No one. Sorry, nobody really knows that he's the Sith Lord either. It's only yeah. uh, only a couple of people that know that. So I mean, yeah, it's a valid point. It is a valid point. And cause, but it's not just him though. There's a lot of people that just don't know about the Force. I'm also kind of wondering if anybody knows who Luke is and knows that he's a Jedi. That's you interesting know? too because he's he like people must have been talking like, oh, he killed Vader. We he won. It's yeah, Skywalker. Skywalker. Mm-hmm. People yeah. must but know who he is. Or the big three. They they don't they don't talk about General General uh, Solo or General uh, Leia or you know what I mean. I guess like, they haven't reached their fame yet because it's been so short after short. It's been such a short time since the uh, since they won. I guess. I'm sure. I'm sure the Rebel Girl will say mention stories of them. I'm sure because she the Rebel Girl will know for sure. You know yeah. what I mean, kind of talk about like heroes among amongst the ranks. But Mando wouldn't know. He, he, yeah, he, he wouldn't know. 
Well, we'll have to find we'll have to find out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. Well, so, awkward segue again, but uh, <laughs> on to uh, the viewer request favorite movies. Uh, yes, we must hit that. Or at least I, I will. Uh, do you want to go first or should I go? Uh, maybe I'll go. I'll go first. How do you want to do it? So uh, I'll let me ask you. Okay. Ask, your me, ask me questions. Movies, because um, so you of all time, if you could pick one of all time, what would be your favorite movie? So. Oh, a little bit of a connection issue there. Did you hear what I said? Uh, well, at the top of my head. Oh, there you are. No, I didn't. You cut out there for a second. You lagged out a little bit there. That's okay. It happens. It happens. Um, sorry, what was your question? So, of all time, yes. if you had one to pick of all time, yes. what would your favorite movie be? My favorite movie of all time. Like, of all time. Of all time, if you can pick one. My favorite movie. I, I can pick one. I can. I mm-hmm. can. My, my favorite movie of all time is Apocalypse Now. I think that's a good choice. I think it's a, <laughs> a good choice. Why is Apocalypse Now my favorite movie? I think yes, Apocalypse why? Now has I think Apocalypse Now has it all. I think it has it all. I think it has an amazing cast. Okay. It has an amazing story. Mm-hmm. It's you can take that you can take the movie at face value for what it is. Mm-hmm. Or if you look into it like an English teacher would in an English class, she'd make you look at it. Go, is that are the drapes really blue because they're blue, or is there a reason why the drapes they're blue? You know, it's it can be extremely profound. It can be extremely simple. It's it's uh, it, it's it's not exactly a historical piece, uh, but no. it it is. There are some historical points in it. Like uh, like I love history, so there are some things that you can take away from it from a historical point of view. Um, I mean, Marlon Brando, uh, it's a Marlon Brando movie. He, he's not in it very much. He's sort of, well, I'd say he's the, the, the antagonist, but not really. Um, but Marlon Brando's in the movie. He's, he's the, the, the goal on, that they're going towards. Yeah. On finger quote, he's the protagonist. Honestly, yeah. up until that point, he's a MacGuffin, to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way. Uh, but Harrison Ford makes a, a cameo in that movie. There's a whole, there's, and, the history of the movie, I think, is very fascinating because that movie was so hard to make. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, Cop- uh, it was Coppola. Appreciate it's Coppola, is it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's Coppola. Uh, he almost killed himself. It was that yep. bad. It was it was that fucking bad. It was a nightmare of a movie to make. There have been uh, dozens of documentaries and TV shows and stuff made about the making of this movie, and it was just yeah. an absolute. It was an absolute fucking nightmare to make, and I, mm-hmm. and, I and I think it has. I just I just think it has everything. Uh, I'll give you, I'll give the, for people at home that haven't seen it, it was on Netflix last time, but now it's not. Uh, but you can probably find Apocalypse now anywhere. It's an old probably. movie. You can probably find it on the, I highly recommend you watch it if you haven't seen it. Um, so long story short, it's about a, it's about a, a, a gristled <laughs> seasoned veteran, uh, soldier, uh, captain, a high rank, a captain, which is a pretty high rank actually. That's that's a that's a decent fucking rank. That's that's no joke, man. Like that's a lot. That's a big rank. Uh, like for for among other soldiers, that's a big rank. Uh, a guy named Captain Willard, who's played by Martin Sheen, another fantastic actor, and he's he's balls deep in the Vietnam War. He's balls deep. He's uh, he's been fighting oh. there for, fighting there for a long time. And when you first meet Willard, he's been drinking all night in a hotel in Saigon. 
and he's just he's 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 showing the early signs of going nuts. He's going he's going he's getting PTSD. He's a little rough. He's seen some shit. The uh, the it's getting to him. And he like, and he says in the very beginning, like I don't know if I want to be. He said if I was here, I want to go home. When I'm home, I want to be here. He's 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 losing it. You know, he's not well. And uh, some then uh, he gets called in uh, to headquarters and they say, look, listen. Uh, they clean him up. They give him a shower and say, look, listen, man, you gotta. You gotta do something for us. Says, why, why? One more mission, you go home, okay? One more. We know you've been here. One, one more, okay? What is it? And they explain that there's this guy named Colonel Kurtz, who's way deep in the jungle. I mean, he is so far in the jungle. He is deep in the jungle. Uh, so far, in fact, he's not even in Vietnam. I'm pretty sure uh, Kurtz is sitting somewhere in a Cambodian ancient temple. He's really far in there. And uh, he's basically, they think he switched sides. They think he's gone to fight the Vietnamese. But I think he's gone to AWOL. But after listening to the recording, after they get some recordings, they figure out that, well, he's just killing everybody. He's killing Americans. He's killing Vietnamese. He's killing yeah. the, the natives in the area. He's, he's just, he's gone nuts. And some of the, some of the natives are, are treating him like he's a deity. He's become a god amongst some of the, uh, the, the jungle, the jungle people out there. And, yeah, his Willard's mission is to get on a boat, pick up where his uh, where the last guy's mission left off to go. Basically, the mission is go kill Colonel Kurtz, terminate the commander, terminate this command, get yeah. rid of him. I mean, we can't have him out there doing that. I mean, they they say it like five times in that one scene. He's operating with his his motives are unsound. He's crazy. He can't, you know, he's he's doing things. He has no practical. Like he's just crazy. We would never do this. This is nuts. No one from yeah. the U.S. Army should do this. So they say, he's like, all right, you're going to pick up where the last guy left off because we lost contact with the last assassin. So you're going to go down the river and you're going to get rid of him. Uh, and and what I think is great about that movie is that it's, I think it's, it's, it's the classic line of uh, the classic expression. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. The things that mm-hmm. happen to Captain Willard and he, he travels down the this uh, large river in Vietnam uh, with a band of... Uh, misfits on the small pt boat and uh that's where a lot of the uh, analysis comes in about the movie you can talk about how uh everyone on that boat represents a piece of captain willard or represents a piece of every american soldier in vietnam uh you got um i can't remember the names but you got the guy that just wants to be a cook you know he's like yep. I, I got drafted I, I i don't want to do this i want to be i want to, he wants to be a fine dining french cook mm-hmm. uh there's, there's the young surfer guy from california Who's com- he's com- he's completely checked out from the war, like completely. He's just trying not to get shot. He's not scared. He's not. He's just kind of there. He doesn't really show any emotion. He just he's just completely checked yeah. out. Uh, there's the young black guy. I can't remember his name in the movie, but he's he he's very he's even younger than the surfer dude. He's basically a baby. I mean, he's 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 like 17 years old, drafted uh, drafted from a poor place in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just, just a kid. And then there's the, the, the boat captain, mm-hmm. uh, who's, uh, more of a, a kind of similar to Willard kind of just, uh, gristled little, he's seen some shit, but he's, uh, he's here to do a job and he's just, he, that's it. He's just, that, this is the job. It's the way it goes. It sucks, but it's the way it goes. And, mm-hmm. uh, throw the journey down the river. They see some things. I'm, I'm not going to spoil what they do and see, because it means a lot to, uh, well, overall. basically, one of the one of the most common analysis is that uh, everyone on the boat is Willard, and uh, it's it's uh, the deeper he goes into the river, down the river, the the deeper his insanity goes. Yeah. Oops, sorry. What's interesting is that uh, by the time by the time he meets Colonel Kurtz at the very end, um, 
you know, you hear about the things he's done and, and everything they've been through. And, you know, after talking to Kurtz, it's they they make it's for up to the audience to decide and Willard to decide as well. You're kind of with Willard uh, to decide yeah. whether Kurtz is really crazy or not. Mm-hmm. And and there's it's it, it's it's and you just don't know. Yeah, you just don't. It's up for you to decide. It's and, and what I mean, it's it's hard to understand what I mean by that until you actually see the movie. But yeah, you have to see. And of course, I mean, the the, the famous, the, the horror, the horror, the famous fucking <laughs> the famous line. Um, but it's 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 a movie that I wish they would show in more English classes because I feel like more people would have. Well, there's um, what's that book that is that people think it. it's kind of based oh, off of? Oh, yes, it is. It is based off uh, Heart it, of Darkness. Heart of Darkness by um, oh god, I have Alzheimer's. That was his name. It's probably one of the only books I've ever. I, I, I remember the, the book. I, I don't remember book. his name. Um, fantastic book. Very similar. Uh, it's a very it's a very similar story. Uh, instead, but instead of the Vietnam War and a Vietnam River, it takes place on the Ivory Coast, and it's about a. Uh, a guy going to the, going down the a river on a I think it's on a, I think it's on a, uh, a uh, one of those wheel boats or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, he goes to meet a, a an ivory trader that's been out in the jungle and he's just been so alone. So obviously, it's, instead of using the the loneliness of the jungle to to make you crazy, it's it's the war that makes him crazy. Mm-hmm. Or, or specifically for uh, Colonel Kurtz, it's the the inoculation that he talks about with the children. Yeah, but but I won't I won't spoil that. Um, but I, I think it's a, a fantastic movie. It, it was just very expensive to shoot. Um, mm-hmm. the, and I, like I said before, there were so many problems with it that the, the, the director almost killed himself. Marlon Brando was an infamous person to work with. I mean, he was, he, was, he was, very he was part of the reason the guy wanted to kill himself. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was so difficult to work with. Uh, the Marlon Brando, this is, this was done uh, the close to the end of Marlon's life, I think, or at least, mm-hmm. uh, I don't think he did very many movies after that. If I'm not mistaken. I don't think so. Uh, he's a he, he plays the role very well. I mean, it's it's almost perfect. He's a fantastic actor, but and he delivers the lines very well. But he, like he wasn't learning lines. They had to give him they had to give him cards and everything. And he just he wasn't he wasn't helping. And and as you know, on film sets, it's a team effort. It's a hundred percent, two hundred percent a team effort. And and when you're wasting that kind of time and money, it's uh, there's again after you watch the movie, you can watch a document. It, it's the amount of shit that went on is crazy. I think the 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 craziest part to me is the uh, the helicopters. There's there's a there's a very infamous helicopter scene in the movie, which uh, if you've seen any, you've probably seen spoof made fun of a thousand times. You go, oh, that's where that comes from. Oh, when you watch yeah. the movie. Um, oh yeah yeah yeah. No, I know what you're talking the, about. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah yeah the yeah. Ride of the Valkyrie. Uh, uh, so, but those helicopters. Because this movie was made uh, long after America was out of Vietnam, those helicopters mm-hmm. they couldn't they couldn't get those helicopters from the American army, so they 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 loaned them out. The Philippines loaned them out. They're, they're from the Philippine army. Um, but it, as it turns out, the Philippine army had some sort of emergency, and they needed the helicopters back. So that put like oh. set back all the all the all the filming, and it's just it's just a nightmare to film. But yeah, I, I think it's a fantastic movie I, I, based on a great book. Great it's one actors. Of the movies of all time. It is one of the greatest movies of all time. A fantastic story, and and, and I think it's in in the historical part. I think it's a great telling of why uh, America lost the Vietnam War. That's 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 a big part of of, of Kurtz's character too. He's he's trying to he's trying to explain that uh, like why we're losing, like why like we're we're not winning, we're yeah. fucking losing. And uh, like even the like for me the the beginning 
when when they call Willard into to the little headquarters, everyone everyone else is either camping in the mud in the jungle in a stinky river with mosquitoes and and garbage and being shot at, and they have the risk of being having their throat slit in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. But these these commanders or these higher up guys are sitting in these air conditioned, yeah, super comfortable, uh, super comfortable air air conditioned trailers with beds, uh, radio, probably a small TV, and and when they come in, they're having a feast. Mm-hmm. They're having they're and they got all they got boiled and bo- fried shrimp and roast beef and all kinds of this lovely food. They're just having a great time. They're having a great time, and he's telling them, and and with a straight face, and he's like telling them, he's eating, you know, he's like, you gotta go kill the guy. You know, and it's like, how can you sit? And the whole thing is, how can you sit there and say, mm-hmm. go do this? You know what I mean? So there's, it's, it's like, definitely... it's letting the pawns do the work. And essentially, like yeah. The, letting the pawns do the, the work. The kings just, just sit there, there. And, and, yep. and do nothing. And, and the whenever they, like, it's sending them to, to, to die and they don't, they don't really have to, they, they don't give a shit. It. And when they do do stuff, they yeah. do it wrong. There's a, yeah. my, my, one of my favorite lines in the movie is when, uh, he, he's on the boat and this is after something bad happens, but the, the, there's like a quiet moment where nothing's going on. And Willard is reading the dossier on the, on Colonel Kurtz. He's reading it. He's trying to learn about him. You know, you gotta know your enemy to kill your enemy. And um, he's reading about it. And he's like asking somebody to kill some out here is like handing out speeding tickets at the Daytona 500. Mm-hmm. And he's got a point. He's, he's got a point. It's, it's ridiculous. You're at, or no, they're no, sorry. They're, they want, they're charging, Colonel Kurtz with murder. That's what the line is. They're charging yeah. him with murder, and they're gonna put him. They're gonna execute him for it. And, he's, and, and that's what like, he says. Charging him for yeah. murder out here is like handing out speeding tickets for the Daytona 500. What the fuck is the point? There's yeah. people dying left and right, and all yeah. co- like whoa. people are getting killed all over the place. And they're uh, like people that are doing the mission right now have been killing people too. So it's kind of like murder it's, and war is like that's what war is. Like it's and that's why I like too. It's not necessarily a war movie. Yeah, it's the backdrop is a war, but it's not necessarily a war movie. It's more of a, it's more of a, a story it's about psychological. the psychological, the human mind, the human condition. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that uh, you know, just that that scene at the end, the scene closer to the end where they where they find the boat with the people and there's the rice on it. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna again, I'm not gonna say what happens, but you know, just something so simple could turn into something so so volatile. It, it's yeah. a fantastic movie. I, I that is my favorite. Uh, movie that's not a comedy because most of the movies I like are <laughs> usually comedies. But okay, so then if you could pick your favorite that. comedy, which one would you go with? The Naked Gun. The Naked Gun. The Naked Gun. Yeah, mm-hmm. The Naked Gun. Uh, very stupid, stupid humor. That is on Netflix. If anyone watched, please watch it. I beg you. Well, how old is please that? Movie? Watch it. The Naked Gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's 1988 or 89. Okay, so the 80s. Uh, Apocalypse Now is seventy nine, I think, too. Yeah, so. uh, but was... uh, yeah, nineteen eighty eight or eighty nine. It's uh, it's a very stupid. It was so uh, basically the Naked Gun, uh, stars a man named Leslie Nielsen. God bless his, God rest his soul. What a great guy, Canadian. Again, I love supporting Canadians. Uh, you gotta. Um, he started out as a very serious actor, but uh, a couple of mishaps here and there led him to getting involved in comedy. And what's so great about his comedy and the writing of the movie is that he is dead serious. People always All say comedy is dead. It, it, comedy is serious. He is he he's the best person to watch that. Everything he does, there is he never smiles. He never laughs. It is a 
dead serious. Like as uh, he, I don't know how he does it. He he does it as if he's gonna kill someone. You, I'd have to think that the whole time because everything he does is dead serious. He plays in the in the movie. It's a it's a murder. It's like a, a sort of a a throwback to uh, 1950s noir movies, the detective movies, something like mm-hmm. that. And that's how it's kind of shot. The story's told. Um, and he's just everything he does is very serious. But obviously, the things that happen are are completely nonsensical, and it's just like uh, an airplane. Yes, that that that's that's where he started. Airplane. Um, yeah. Like some of uh, the best line from that movie. Uh, <laughs> surely there's somebody who could land this plane. Yes, there is. And please don't, don't call me Shirley. Shirley. <laughs> hilarious. Hilarious. Um, it's just, it's just more of that. It's just the whole movie. And there's three, mm-hmm. there's, there's three of them too. There's three naked guns. All three of them are fantastic. All three of them are awesome. But uh, the first one right now is on Netflix. I couldn't recommend it enough. Sit down, grab some popcorn, give it a watch. It's a movie that makes me smile. It makes me laugh. Uh, and it's something that, um, it inspires me to want to make films like that uh, with mm-hmm. you, Sir Adam. Hopefully when things are better uh, after Christmas, I might have some better equipment so we can actually do some filming. Well, but, yeah, when the world is and, finally and, you know, not 1,300 cases. At ease, yeah. You, you know what, but um, but yeah, that I, I, I showed it to my grandfather again. He loves that movie too, but I showed it to him. We just laughed and laughed and laughed. It's mm-hmm. a fantastic movie, and I and I couldn't recommend it enough. But enough of me talking. What about you, Sir Adam? Oh, me We're talking about me now. All right. Yes, I've been I've been thinking about this the entire time you've been talking. I gotta tell okay. you, <laughs> it's you uh, it's hard for me to give a favorite movie, um, of all time because I've I find that there are so many good movies, and there are movies that compete with each other a little bit, but from mm-hmm. different genres. So if I was to Hmm. If I was to pick a favorite movie, the first one I always think about is um, No Country for Old Men. Oh, that's a good movie. Okay. You've seen that movie? Yes, I have. Um, and I don't know. Movies like that always get me where they're just like kind of like dark movies like that. Kind of just, I just love them. So No Country for Old Men is basically, uh, I don't even know how to really describe it, but I, it's just about, there's something about it. I think it's the performances in it that really do it for me we've got uh let me look it up and see who's in this because i can't remember names off the top of my head because i suck um but it's just the the guy who plays the antagonist mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. he's just so terrifying <laughs> it's weird how scary you can Spanish be but guy. you can look so silly yeah um yeah. javier bardem who plays anton mm-hmm. chigurh it's just like ah, i don't know the performances in it just get to me and there's something about like when a movie can do this thing where it doesn't it doesn't have to say it out loud and it can show mm. something for you to figure it out it just it always like tickles my fancy you know what i'm saying his it performance good. is chilling. it's almost like a horror movie that's how that's how yeah it is in a way it's all it's not even it's yeah. not like a psychological horror but it is kind of a horror movie in a way because it's just kind of scary and like so there's this thing in the movie where uh, he kills someone and then he moves his boots out of the way of the, like the blood that's coming towards him. So he doesn't mm-hmm. mess up his boots. And then right at the end of the movie, there's this scene. I don't want to spoil it, but it's just like, you don't know whether he killed someone or not. And he leaves, he leaves. And then he like, he stops to check his boots, but then he doesn't, there's nothing about it that is mentioned. It's just, he stops and checks his boots and then carries on. 
and and then it just carries on to the next scene and like you're left to sit there and wonder like okay did he kill this person or not and then the fact that he checks his boots you can make a decision for yourself you know Hmm. it's little things like that i can't explain it in great detail like you did as to why you like that movie but if i was to pick my favorite drama sash mystery thriller uh, it's a thriller my favorite thriller is is that movie um i could talk about my favorite horror movie which recently has been um this movie called um hereditary i've heard good things about it Hereditary, it has it's it's basically starring Tony Collette, who is I never had seen her in anything really before this. I I know she had been around. I think she had a a show that she was um she was the lead in, and that was kind of her big start. But she is just one of the the best actresses I've ever I've ever seen for a long time. She's just got uh, a way of conveying emotions in her face that I've never seen before. It's just a really great movie overall. Mm. Like the themes and the the general story of it is pretty fantastic for me. It's also the only movie in recent memory that's actually scared the shit out of me <laughs> more than any other one. It's just like as a scary movie should. It's 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 funny because the whole movie itself is like pretty slow and it's not scary necessarily. The idea of it it's scary and it gives you like this idea of dread that really freaks you out. But then the end of it is like the the last like ten minutes is just crazy it's just insane it's it's terrifying i actually watched um rosemary's mm. baby the other day with my mom How's that? oh god uh it's a horror movie uh but it's the same thing where it's not like jump scary or terrifying necessarily but it's got this just this feeling about it which is just super creepy and super unsettling mm. which it's weird because it's not anything being said because all the things that are being said in that movie, all the dialogue is pretty like normal. It's just like what normal people would say to each other. And it's just kind of all right. But then you've got like just this overhanging feeling, which is, I just can't describe it. Yeah. It's just those Mm -hmm. movies that have movies that can invoke a feeling like that are what get me. So hereditary would be my favorite horror movie. No country for old men is my favorite thriller. It's nice to see a um, modern choice too, because a lot of times, like you know, people. Oh, yeah, well, like, that, wow, that's the thing. It's like I modern one too, so that's awesome. I like to pick the modern things because if it's something has I've seen something recently that's really gotten to me, I just mm-hmm. something about it that attracts me more to it. I think it's because right now I'm I've seen a lot of movies that don't do that for me, and there's <laughs> a lot of things that are kind of like they feel like cash grabs or they're very little things that just there aren't really as many movies being made as an art form, I guess. If you know what I mean, it doesn't feel that way at least. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, that aren't as big, and like they're made more. Or there's more of them that are kind of they just feel like it's kind of like a throwaway thing. Like I'm in five years, I'm not even going to think about this movie ever again. Would you, would you ever be interested in making a horror movie? In directing one, direct or you, the way you and me have always made movies together. Mm-hmm. I would totally do be down for that because I've always. I've always been interested. The thing is, is like, I don't know how some of these people do it. That's what, that's why I, when I judge yeah. a movie, I feel bad because I, I could never, <laughs> I mean, I could, but it's just so for, um, hereditary that director also has made a movie called, uh, I forget what it was called, but it was, it was a horror movie, but it's in the daytime. Um, and it's like, 
Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? I forget what it's called, but it's a movie like even that movie. He just he did it again. Like for that one, I still found it. It's the same feeling. It's still scary. It's still messed up as all hell. But it's in the daytime, in the daylight and where you would feel comfortable and happy. It's weird. Mm. But like that director, I don't know how I, I know the things that he does, like the physical things that happen and things he does with the camera to make a feeling like that. Right. Mm-hmm. But to write something like that, to to create that story, it's just that t- level of creativity is I don't know if I can achieve that because I haven't tried yet. Mm-hmm. I would love to give it a shot. And the only way you can get better is by trying, right? By trying. I, I, I definitely think it's something, getting back to filming is something you and I should do. I, I would love to do a horror movie. Yeah. I'm, not a, I'm not a big fan of horror movies, so I think no. it'd be good. I well, think that's the thing. I wasn't a fan of them either better. because all of none of them ever made me like they scared me, but they scared me in the jump scary way or in the way where I was like, cheap, I'm yeah, not really cheap interested. Shit. Yeah, cheap, yeah. Just cheap stuff like that. Cheap I was shots. never a huge fan of like mm-hmm. slasher movies because they didn't they didn't really scare me at all. But they no, were just kind boobies. of they're not scary. Just boobies. <laughs> if there are boobies in it. I ain't scared. Boobies, in it. boobies make me comfy. I'm good. <laughs> Pretty as <laughs> how it goes. But yeah, I would love to. I would love to do that. And I would. I feel like if there was a comedy that I was involved in making, I would definitely need mm-hmm. you there because I can't. What I, what I think is funny is oh, funny, you're not yourself enough but there's, but there's uh, you, there's a whole another level of funny that I couldn't, I could never, I can't write it down. That's you know? not true at all. You're, you're, you're a handsome funny guy. Don't say that. Come on. I can come up with funny stuff on the moment, but I ain't, I can't, I can't create it. You know, I can't create I it wanna, and plan it out. I don't want people to think I'm I'm just just gassing you up for no reason, but you're 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 definitely like we've worked on many film sets together, mm-hmm. and I again plan to work on many more with you. Um, I just think I think you and I have good chemistry together. Uh, well, that's, that's what it is. That's why you there are people that you have good chemistry with, and there are people that mm-hmm. you don't really work with, and then that's when the project fails. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. You and I are both. I mean, it, we're both dedicated, as you as you well remember from from mm-hmm. the knowledge that we. You and I were one hundred ten percent dedicated. I do. S- still am. Uh, you know. I think. I mean, do you remember all the times we got like I got called Adam, you got called Andrew. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. I do remember those times. Mm-hmm. I, I uh, at the moment I was frustrated by that, but at, uh, in hindsight, when I think about it, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. I mean, it's we ca- we we kind of got thro- we kind of got thrown together anyway because people are just like we- I mean we kind of we always kind of hung out but then people kind of just like threw us together and it kind of just stuck. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yep. It was like ah, there's Adam and Andrew, you know, and that's yep. kind of I'm like, all right, I'm cool with that. Um, uh, actually, you know what? Before before we go, before mm-hmm. before we sign off, I, I want to tell a quick story because uh, I love story. I haven't told enough stories on the podcast yet. So, story time with Andrew. The first the first day of of college, the first day of film school, is. Uh, super nervous. I was a wee lad of God. I think it was eighteen. Was I eighteen or nineteen? I was. Were you eighteen? I might have been eighteen or nineteen. I don't know. I was young. Oh, I don't you're know. a wee baby. I'm twenty three now. Ugh. Oh God, I'm so old. Fuck. Just a wee baby. Three years. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. Oh, no. Was that four years? If you're eighteen, you weren't eighteen. You were at least nineteen. Oh, it must have been nineteen. I must have been nineteen. Yeah. No, Man. I couldn't have been. Because I would have turned, did I turn 19 or did I turn 20? No, I turned 20. I turned 20. That's why. Okay. So you were 20. 
I was 19 when I turned 20 in March. That's why. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I, but I was 19 the first day. I was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. People thought I was in my probably early did... 40s, but <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> a couple, couple things in the first day. A couple things. When I walked in, I was like, wow, I thought it was going to be like a huge studio. This is just an office. Uh, right. I don't know. God. Uh, yeah. Number number two, uh, a Bond villain walked in. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh walked in and, and for people listening at home, what I mean is think of a Russian Bond. Like think of a guy wearing a turtleneck black sweater, <laughs> fucking nice pants, nice shoes, oh early 50s, God. white hair. Or white, just, completely white hair. Completely white hair and just walking into the room. Seeing a bunch of young, ugly fucks, silent, walks over. (laughs) Uh, Hello, everyone. He didn't even say hello. He just sat down. Did he not say anything? I don't think he said anything. He sat down on the couch beside me. I remember that. I was sitting on the arm of the couch being a cool guy. And then he sat down. I was like, oh, okay. And then got up. I remember when he, he left. He got up and just left. And that's when he didn't say anything. He didn't say a word. And we never saw him again. I all I remember is him like huh. sitting on the couch and we were all sitting on the floor. And then was it, was her name Tasha? Tasha? Tasha. That's not a thing. Tasha. Tasha. Tasha was like, was like, come join us on the floor. And he just like, no. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't even say no. He I, just, yeah. He's like, he's just, yeah. I swear he didn't even say anything. He just looked at her and was like, no, he just, he just like, he just got him left. Yeah. He's like, no. That was weird. And he just, Tasha was a good teacher, just, but oh, God. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I forgot to do one of the journals once. She got really mad at me, and I'm like, Tasha, I, stop! Really? I, I love this. Yeah, I, I love this class. Stop! Yeah, I never, she, I never had any issues. She got, she got super upset, and I'm like, I talk, like I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'm sorry. I just, it was one thing. I'm really sorry. It was just one time. But, it, but, uh, but the sorry, tangenting it. But the main story was we did this exercise in class. Yeah. First time, and, I, and I'm scared. So immediately because I. Because I was an idiot in high school and I had a lot of friends and I just, I, I was looking for a bro. I was looking for a bro. I was looking for someone I could hang out with. And uh, I was scanning the room and, and there was a guy that was like in his thirties. He was kind of cool, but he was already, he'd already been talking about doing drugs. And I was like, I don't know if that's my guy. I don't know. That was Corey. And then there was, uh, <laughs> you know, and then there was a couple of, I was like, I don't know. And, just, you know, and there was a, there was, you know, there was a, there was a blonde, cute blonde across the room. I thought, oh, she's, she's pretty cute. Maybe she's, you know, she's nice. And then, but then I, but then we, and basically all we were doing is we were walking around the room. Just everyone was walking around in different circles, different, and just kind of like walking around. And we had to make, we had to make eye contact. They make eye contact and shit. And you had to acknowledge, and then you had to ignore people. You, and yes. then there, like, there was different parts to it. There was, you have to walk around and just it wasn't do your acting own thing. Exercise. That's what it was. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. And uh, walking around, it's like, okay, yeah, cute blonde. Yeah. Okay. But then I saw you. <laughs> And I then his whole eyes, world I, changed. I locked eyes with you. Life, and I, I, dude, I, you know, it was from that of, moment it, on, his life was different. It was it better. Had, it had, it, it had better. meaning. <laughs> there, there was something about, I, I, and I don't know what I like. I've only, I don't know. I saw, I locked eyes with you and I you thought, got a huge boner. I got a, huge, a raging boner. No, I, that's not what happened. I, I totally kidding. I locked eyes with you and I just, it's like, wow. Okay. I think that's the guy. Here we go. And so for the rest of the class, I didn't care what anyone said. I didn't care what I was doing. All I wanted to do was make you laugh. That's all I wanted to do. This dude, this guy, he walked into the, we were walking around because the thing is, is that he would, I don't know what he did, 
what you did. I don't know. But when you were, you, you just did something when we were walking around. Cause I'm trying not to laugh. I'm trying to be serious because I'm like, this is a serious acting exercise. <laughs> I have to, I have to be a serious actor. And I don't know what he did, but every time I looked at him, I couldn't not laugh. I couldn't not <laughs> laugh. I don't know what it was. I think he was, I, I don't know if you were laughing at me or what it was, but I was just like, why, why, why are you making me laugh like this? Just and, some, something clicked. Something, something, yeah, just worked. And then, you know, it, it, it flew from there. And now we are where we are today. And here we are doing a podcast together during a, when the world's on fire. Yeah, pretty much. During a, the world's on fire. My favorite time. Oh, God. This is well, my time to shine. I want to thank you for your time, Adam. I think we're going to call the podcast there. It's been great. I think, I think that's been a, a good idea. And uh, we'll have you, on, uh, have you on again soon. Yeah. You can talk right. about something else. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Cool. I love you guys, and I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.